We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. want to do a mailbag <laughs> absolutely i've been starring stuff like crazy over here let's go right let's make it happen let's start out with tyler thanks for the super chat tyler let's say texas beats alabama what's going to be more annoying hearing texas are back or the bama dynasty is over uh it 100 it's the texas people uh about we're back we're back we're back because if you're not a Notre Dame fan, then you're really sick and tired of hearing Notre Dame, we're back, we're back. And as a non-Texas fan, I'm sick of hearing Texas, we're back. I think those two are kind of similar, if, if I'm being honest. And so I can't stand hearing Texas say that they're back because they they haven't been in a very long time. And, you know, the Bama dynasty isn't over until it's over. So let's cool our jets on that one. It's going to take a lot more than one win for Texas to be back. Yeah, I agree. I think the Texas is back is going to be more annoying because every time Texas wins a game, it seems like you get Texas is back. I mean, they tried to make Texas back last year when, you know, they played a close right. game against Alabama. And then look at, you know, at what happened afterwards. The Texas is back is always going to be annoying. Like, I think we can all live with the Alabama dynasty is over if that actually happens, right? Like, that, that, I don't think that's going to annoy too many people other than Alabama. Yeah. So that's it. And no, this was what we were just talking about was in no way a shot at Pete Sampson. I've got no problem with Pete and, you know, like that, that had nothing to do with that. Let me be very specific here. It is no way a shot to anybody that's actually on. No one who's actually on the beach. That's what what I'm saying. Like nobody that I've ever met in my 20 seasons of covering Notre Dame football. I am not referring to any one of those people. There you go. Yeah. There is – someone started a thread on the Champions Lounge, our, our boards today, and there is an NC State interview with someone calling themselves a Notre Dame insider who apparently lives in Ohio and has never <laughs> actually been on the beat here. So that's that's what that was in reference to. It's yes. about nobody, absolutely nobody, who is actually on the Notre Dame that's that's who we were throwing shade at. Someone calling themselves an insider who's never been right. on the beat. Right. Big difference. Yes, absolutely. 
Tim, am I correct that it seems Notre Dame is still more vulnerable inside on defense? Production seemed like the Tennessee State quarterback was able to gash in the middle. Was it a, did they get too many yards up the middle with the quarterback? Yep, they sure did. There's no doubt about it. I wouldn't use the word vulnerable. Um, I, I wouldn't. I based on the you know the stats and everything, I would not call them vulnerable. I mean, they had 89 yards rushing. You know what I mean? And and, and rushing the ball, quarterback wise, Bryant was six carries for 29 yards, and Ellis was two carries for zero yards mm -hmm. so vulnerable... most of the yards most of the yards for bryant came on that one run right basically. and and he i mean he had a long run of 13 yeah. right so that's I mean, what i'm saying yeah. yeah exactly so concerning slightly yes it is because there were times where i was like are you serious like really we're gonna give him that many yards so yes there's a bit of a concern i wouldn't say vulnerable i think that's a little bit strong because they when it, at the end of the day they were not successful at it. Yeah, Ray says Notre Dame blitz right past the quarterback on several occasions. I felt like, I mean, that is one that's true. And that's something that Marcus Freeman obviously said you can't do. And that's what, right. like, I, I wonder, I, I know Al Golden likes to blitz. I just wonder if you'll see as much of it this week when you've got an actual dual threat quarterback back there who can really hurt right. you, if you if you blitz right past him like that. I felt like, like even though they were blitzing, I still felt like it was kind of a vanilla blitz, like a vanilla look that they were giving Tennessee State last week. They weren't doing anything extraordinary. They weren't right. they weren't going to show anything that that they want to actually show up against North Carolina State this week or Ohio State in in 2 weeks. Those kind of opponents. I just felt like it was it was a general, you know, like I was I was a bit disappointed that the defensive line wasn't more disruptive on its own. Not that they didn't have moments where they were disruptive, but again, I just felt like it was it was a very fairly vanilla approach defensively against Tennessee State. Yeah, agreed. Yep. And they they, they need to do better at their blitzing. You know what I mean? They 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 need to be better. There's no doubt about it. And they will be because they didn't blitz at all really against Navy, you know what I mean? So this yeah. is their first time against a spread offense and all of those different, like. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Football season is upon us which means my schedule is ramping up even more than normal. 
and it makes it a lot harder to spend as much time cooking and preparing meals as I want and need. And eating healthy can be especially challenging. That's why I'm looking forward to getting ramped up with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, which can help me fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to my door. With Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and save a lot of time on food prep, but you don't have to miss out on the flavor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to go in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, and then we can get back to work. And you can choose from over 34 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals. You can level up and get Gourmet Plus options and treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. There are also lunch-to-go options and Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like the delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and more. You can also try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. And they have a great deal for Irish Breakdown listeners. Head to factor.com slash irish50 and use code irish50 to get 50% off. That's code irish50 at factormeals.com forward slash irish50 to get 50% off. Try it and enjoy. So what do you think about this question from Davis, uh, David Jones? If Armstrong is the key to stopping NC State, will it be an Al Golden Blitz Fest? No, I hope not. Well, I hope not. I mean, I don't know what the game plan is, but you are going to have to keep him on his toes and you're going to have to bring some heat. You're going to heat him up every now and again. There's no doubt about it. Blitz fest. No, I hope that is not the case. I do not want it to be a blitz fest because right. that's when he can sneak out and you lose contain when, it, when you know, if they're going to blitz, they need to be able to cover all the gaps. They need to keep contain. You know, if they do it that way, then that's fine. But I worry about that term blitz fest. I do not yeah. want that at all. Well placed, well timed. I'm I'm more concerned about quality over quantity when it comes to blitzing. Do it at the right time, right. and and make it successful rather than doing what we were just talking about, where the blitzers right. are running past the the quarterback and that. And they're going to be look. They're going to be dialed in to Armstrong. Like they know that he is the catalyst for this entire offense. They're going to be dialed into him. So I don't, you know, he's a, he is a focus. He's got to be a defensive focus for sure right and so i don't think they're going to overlook what he's able to do with his legs yeah all right question from james interesting one let's just say which notre dame defensive player would be missed the most if he was if he was not to play for the rest of the season who would you go with people aren't going to like this but i'm going to go with jd bertrand i I think I think he would be missed the most, not only from a production standpoint, you know, on the stat sheet, but I think also from just a leadership standpoint, he's one of the captains, but from a, you know, (laughs) the ND insider said that Maris Leofau is the heart and soul of the defense. Uh, Disagree. Uh, I think it's JD Bertrand is the heart and soul of the defense. And if you rip out the heart and soul of the defense, I think you're going to have an issue. Completely agree. I don't disagree with that at all. I, I I do realize that there is still a lot of 
sometimes misguided venom directed at JD. <laughs> but hey, look, the schedule is ramping up now. We're going to find out who JD Bertrand is. We're going to find sure. out who Maris Leofow is. If I can say his name, if I can tongue tie myself, we're going to find out a lot about these guys. But I, I agree. Like to me, it is it is JD Bertrand for sure. David says, "Will Golden ever realize the talent he has and just let him play?" I hope so. I mean, that's my hope. I'm hoping that it gets to be that way the rest of this year, and he doesn't overthink it and over, you know, prepare and over analyze and and do all these different things because he had a little Tommy Reese syndrome to him, wanting to be the smartest guy in the room, kind of a thing. Like, I hope that's not the case. I hope he does just let these guys play because there's a lot of talent on this defense. Concur. Shytown, who will Notre Dame spy with? Do you expect to see more Tampa 2-type looks against NC State to contain him, or will there be more monster fire blitz really go after Armstrong? Well, Irish, I think they're going to do all of the above, to be honest with you. I don't know that one is going to dominate over the other, but here's what I will also say, and this has nothing to do with Irish, but generally what we, whenever there's a mobile quarterback, what's the first thing that fans say? Sean, I'm how they should spy. defend it. Yes. Spy. Got a spy. Got to have a spy. That is not always the answer. Okay. Having a spy is not always the answer. Having a well-coached fundamental football team is the answer. Yes. Because as long as you contain him and don't let him get outside the tackles, okay, and your gap sound. Funnel him need, inside. Funnel you him don't inside. need a spy. You need to rally to the football. You don't need a spy. And so – I'm not a huge fan of the spy technique personally. You know, if they do that, you can do it every now and again, maybe on a third and long or, you know, something along those lines where you don't want him to leak out and get a cheap first down. Okay. But that is not my game plan first through third down. Like that's not how I would operate as a defensive coordinator. Think about Jordan Travis. Was this in, I think it would have been the 2020 season when they came to Notre Dame stadium and you remember he hit some runs against yep. Notre Dame and Florida state kept it a bit closer than we thought that they were going to keep it. Well, it wasn't because there wasn't somebody spying on him. It was just because backside broke backside contain broke down right more times than it should. It was just a simple assignment thing where the backside linebacker slash backside defensive end, you know, whoever's responsibility on a, on a, on a given play, that's where things broke down in that particular game against that mobile right. quarterback. It was just, it was just a simple thing like backside contain. And, yep. and if you keep backside contain, then again, you're forcing him, you're funneling him into the middle where the traffic is and he's much less a threat. So Absolutely. you're right. I mean, they might have some plays in some certain situations where they spy on him, but sure. I, I don't think it's going to be all the time. Marcus Freeman kind of said as much the other day, at his press conference, I just think they're going to mix things up as much as possible and try try to kind of keep him guessing a little bit and keep Robert and I guessing over on the sideline as to what Notre Dame is going to do defensively. Absolutely. I want to address this one. Tim says, I would feel more comfortable knowing that Snead is chasing the quarterback around all day. I'm uncomfortable with tackling right now. Well, you should be uncomfortable with Jalen Steed's tackling right now. I mean, it's not fantastic. That's what I was going to say. If you're uncomfortable with tackling, then you can't go down that Jalen Sneed <laughs> needs to be on the field more 
mode. Right. I'm sorry. Like, it's just not the way things are playing out right now. His his reputation does not match the play on the field right now. Right. And that's nothing against Jalen Sneed. He's a young right. – he's still a young dude. He's still learning. He's still doing all of those things. He's not ready for a primetime role yet. And, I, and maybe that's not what people want to hear, and I apologize. But if you watch the tape and you watch number three, I don't want him one-on-one with a guy in the open field right now. I just came don't. up a time or two last week against Tennessee state. We yeah. were sitting there together and came up. So yeah, that's, that's just, that's, that's not the answer. No, no. And I, and I, what I will say, uh, Philip had a good one here and this is a very generic way of looking at it, but I agree wholeheartedly generate pressure, keep them in the pocket. That's how you stop them. I absolutely agree with that. Now there's obviously ways to do that and ways to, to generate that pressure and all of those things. But I think Josh nailed it. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. You got to keep him guessing. You don't want him comfortable. Keep him in the pocket. That's how you beat him. Absolutely. Right. God country, Notre Dame barbecue. If you could look into the future to only find out how Notre Dame fared in the next 20 to 30 years, would you do it? Or do you like having the mystery? of each passing season. I like the mystery. I I like keeping the mystery alive. If I know what's going to happen, I lose interest really fast. Um, That's why when I watch game film, I don't like to know what the ending is. I want to know what, yeah, I don't, you know what I mean? I like, I don't like to know what's going to happen. So I won't, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't look into the future. I want to, I want to ride that rail, man. I want to ride that train. Yeah, you know, like when I was a kid, I, you know, a time or two found the Christmas presents early and then Christmas horrible. Day sucks when you know what what's what's coming, right? Yep, I like, did that one time and it was the worst Christmas ever. I know. Because I had I to know. fake it because my parents didn't know I found the gifts. Yeah. So you had to fake the enthusiasm. Oh, it was horrible. It's horrible. I know. Like what? The, the only the only way I would do it is if we're talking a back to the future situation where I know the results, I can go forward, I, then I can go back and I can bet on everything as it happens and make some money out of the whole deal. Otherwise, like, you know, like I don't like binge watching my TV shows if if I can help it. I like to. I, I actually oh, like the you week like the to spread? week. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're I, old school, you know, baby. You know, well, you know, like. It's tough sometimes, but at the same time, it it makes life a little bit more fun not knowing. And the fact that you do have to wait for a week until the next show comes out and they leave you with a cliffhanger. Like, I remember Lost, it was like, it was either season three or season four. I think it was season three. I know you didn't watch Lost, but it's like the, the end of the season where they started doing the flash forwards, but you didn't know that they were flash forwards. Oh, and then wow. they ended the season with Jack and Kate standing out by the airport and Jack going, we've got to go back, Kate, we've got to go back. And it's like, boom. And then you've got to wait four months you know, to find out until the next season starts. And it spent the whole summer traumatized, but it's more <laughs> fun that way. It's more fun that way when you don't know what it's going to be again, unless we can go back and make Change a little move on things. Right. right. Cause Ryan says, give me the sports almanac and I get it. You, you want to go make some bucks. Ryan and I appreciate that very much. Believe me, you know I'm I'm ready to build the Biff Tannen Museum, but at the same time, I want to ride the like. There's 
I haven't experienced it yet, but I would love to ride the train of a championship season for Notre Dame, you know, game by game, just getting fired up, getting excited, you know, going to the bowl game, you know, pumped up, you know, what is it, what's going to happen. And if they actually win the championship, like that would be glorious. I want, yes. I want to be on that ride, man. If I know Tommy says happen, he just started watching lost and, and you blew it for him. Good job. <laughs> well, I didn't blow any. <laughs> I guess I I blew a little bit of plot, but again, like disregard <laughs> disregard what season I was uh, talking about. But stick with it. There's you know that's like every week. I, I guess if you're binging, you can just go right to the next episode. But it it was a lot less fun, I thought, going right into the episodes when I did a rewatch a few years back. Siggy thirteen says technically time travel. This is possible. Is anyone willing to jump into a pool with a toaster? No, but I would jump into a hot tub time machine. So hey, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Play a little white snake or whatever that was. They uh, they had. Speaking of which, Tommy says if you could know the date and the details of your death, would you want to know? Absolutely not. I've thought mm-hmm. about this before. No way. Have you really? Have you? I I don't think I've put a ton of thought into it but i haven't put re- a ton but like in certain situations it's come up you know like would i want to know exactly how many days months minutes whatever i've got yeah. left i don't think so that would I be a little bit I'd too like depressing that. for it me it would be especially when you got close to the date like well i know here we go like, i know no, would not like that Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Football season is upon us, which means my schedule is ramping up even more than normal, and it makes it a lot harder to spend as much time cooking and preparing meals as I want and need. And eating healthy can be especially challenging. That's why I'm looking forward to getting ramped up with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, which can help me fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to my door. With Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and save a lot of time on food prep, but you don't have to miss out on the flavor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to go in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, and then we can get back to work. And you can choose from over 34 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals. You can level up and get Gourmet Plus options and treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. There are also lunch-to-go options and Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. 
and you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like the delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and more. You can also try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This September, get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. And they have a great deal for Irish Breakdown listeners. Head to factor.com slash irish50 and use code irish50 to get 50% off. That's code irish50 at factormeals.com forward slash irish50 to get 50% off. Try it and enjoy. Nick, over under the Notre Dame turnover margin of plus one and a half against North Carolina State. Oh, plus. Okay. I, I, I skimmed this question earlier and I, I, I okay. Um, hmm. I would like to say over because I think Armstrong is going to turn the ball over and I don't think Sam Hartman is. Now, eventually Sam Hartman is going to throw a pick or two. It's going to happen, right? I just don't think it's going to happen this week. So I will say over. I agree. I say over as well. I like, I think Notre Dame is at least going to win the turnover margin. I will say that. Is that a cop out? Oh, well, it's not a cop out, but I think they're going to win the turnover margin as well. And I think, I think an early, no, an early turnover that Notre Dame gets. So an early NC state turnover is going to set the tone for this game. Oh, okay. That's very interesting. DJ, first hostile environment for the freshmen. How do you prepare them for it? Uh, this is a group of freshmen that is unlike really any other group of freshmen that I've actually seen at Notre Dame, in at least that I can remember, especially the freshmen that are getting the solid playing time. So the freshmen that are getting playing time on a regular basis, Jaden Greathouse. Anybody worried about Jaden Greathouse? No. No. Rico Flores, he's handled himself like a freaking professional since he walked on campus. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not worried about him. Uh, Jeremiah Love, <laughs> definitely not worried about him. I think he's going to be just fine uh, as well. Other than that, who are the uh, Christian Gray? I, he'll probably get some snaps every now and again. Like those four kids, I am not worried about them in any way, shape, or form. I, you know, there will be some freshmen that get some time on special teams and things like that. No, I'm not worried. I'm no, not I'm, either. Yeah. I mean, they've already played in a big environment in Ireland. I'm not concerned yeah. about like road environment. It's not like, especially it's, it's not like they were, they're going to the big house for this right. game. It's right? NC state. Like, yeah. It, yeah, it's the first big power five game on the road. I get all I mean, of that, but come on, they don't even play inner Sandman at NC state. I mean, how hostile can it be? And even that was overblown. Like, it was a That's cool entrance, point. but it did nothing to affect that game whatsoever. I mean, we've seen that, what, at least twice now in the last, what, five, six years, whatever it is. Yeah. And in both cases, now I guess the second time the game was a little bit closer maybe than we thought it was still going to be. But still, Notre Dame ended up winning. Once, once the – once – once the song's over and the snot and the spit start flying out there on the field, <laughs> none of that stuff, none of that stuff matters. Anymore. No. The, and this is, like I said, this is a different group of freshmen, man. Like they're going to be ready. Yeah. By the way, how is Indiana's coolest Dean Diderio? Today was fantastic. So <laughs> not a suspension amongst. So life is good, man. 
Life was good today. So thank you for asking, Detroit Hunter. Life is really good. I'm saving a couple of these for rapid fire. I'm trying to decide which okay. ones that I want to still get in here. Do you think Notre Dame needs to score 35 plus to make a statement? Ooh, 35 plus would be a statement. There's no doubt about it. I think, I don't think they need to score 35 plus to make a statement. I think to make a statement, they would have to win by a couple scores. So at least in the double digits, like 14, 17, like I think that would send a message to a degree. Uh, But if they did score 35 and it wasn't like 35, 32 or something like that, or 31, you know, then that's not the message that I think you want to send at that point. Like Notre Dame can't win in a shootout. That doesn't send a message. Defense has to step up. Right. So if they score 35 and NC state scores 14, that's a message. Right. So I think it just depends on what the other score is. Ooh, Ryan bringing some heat. If Notre Dame had to come out to a rock song, every home game, what would you choose? Vince, Knows next to nothing about music. I was going to ask him about Jimmy Buffett, the late great. I know about Jimmy week. Buffett. He's enjoying cheeseburgers in paradise. You right might now. know about Jimmy Buffett. I know it's probably music. one of two songs that you know. Right? I know his music. <laughs> I wouldn't call him rock and roll either, though. So. No, that's you know, like Jimmy Buffett. I mean, that's that's very true. Like, I was I was actually playing the Jimmy Buffett songs you know by heart CD today, and that was one like when I. When I was in college, that was that was kind of a, that, that was like a very fun time. We we played a lot of Jimmy Buffett, you know, the yeah. drinks would flow and all that kind of oh, like yeah. that's what Jimmy Buffett was about, right? You know, like I don't I don't know where I'm gonna go when the volcano blows and you know, boat drinks and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, you know, he's I remember, you know, my 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 dad, my parents listened to a lot of country music when I was growing up, and it seemed like like Buffett was like not not like necessarily rock and roll, but not necessarily country, but a lot of his, so a lot of his songs, like whether it was Margaritaville or cheeseburger in paradise kind of ended up on a lot of different radio and that kind of thing, you know? So, but I digress. Um, The rock song, I would just go, Motley Crue, kickstart my heart. That's where I would go. Cause there's a big like rev at the top. Like the engine is revving up at the start and then boom, 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 boom. And like Vince probably doesn't know it, but I would go crew (laughs) kickstart my heart. (laughs) Hey, this is a good one right here. Thunderstruck. That's a good one too. I like that. Like that's a good one. Yep. We used to use Thunderstruck, but I think we used it for a season or two in the old uh, Notre Dame baseball days in our, okay. in our open. Nice. Right, that's, a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yep. 